Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. On this week's episode, we talk wedding, Valentine's Day, and the decision you make every day to homeschool. It's going to be a great episode. Before we begin, I also want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. They make math fun. You can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. So let's get started. As always, here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Hey, well, hi, everybody. Uh, we're down to uh, less than two weeks to my daughter's wedding, uh, to her fiance, Josh. In fact, they're just above me. Stomp on the floor real loud. I don't know if you can hear that. They're, definitely they're just that. <laughs> above me practicing their dance steps uh, for their uh, the first dance. Uh, I haven't really heard them, so I don't know. I assume they're dancing up there. Uh, um, uh, they're not sweeping across the floor or whatever they're doing up there. In fact, we were uh, picking out music a little while ago. Uh, just And now I can hear them stomping around. Um, we were picking out music for different part aspects and uh it's been kind of fun because they think uh as i've been kind of in charge of music uh for certain parts like uh the the uh pre-dinner part um they were kind of making fun of my music so i don't know why but uh they they thought maybe some of my stuff was old-fashioned which uh i'll tell you just hurts uh like i mean there is no better song you know when you hear music like this it's just awesome. Fundamental things apply as time goes by. Just good, good music. Okay. Uh, hold on. I got another text. I mean, that is cool music right there. Oh, you can't just see them kind of people having a good time. Well, there's a whole bunch of music like that that we're going to be doing. Um, <laughs> Ben's trying to get me to stop. See, that's cool music. Um, did you put yourself on? No, mute? I was saying uh, you were trying to talk, so it was cutting your mic out. So, or, or the oh, music okay. was. So, okay. sorry, I had myself yeah. muted. But uh, so we're all we're all uh, getting ready for that. We were putting stuff together, um, doing some stuff tonight, and we did some stuff today. And uh, uh, I mean, I feel like everybody's on top of things. I know Catherine and Debbie still have lots of. Uh, decisions to make and they're kind of fine-tuning things like where people are going to sit and things like that but I think overall uh, we're doing pretty good uh, but uh, you know next week is right before uh, before the uh, wedding is Valentine's and I thought maybe we'd talk just a few minutes uh, to help you wives get ready for Valentine's Day because you know uh, I hope your husband listens to my other podcast, The Family Man Show, because we'll be talking about how he can, you know, make you feel loved. But I thought maybe uh, I would ask Ben and myself, uh, you know, what you could do for your husband to make him feel loved on Valentine's Day. And Ben, maybe you could just start by, you know, Valentine's Day. We kind of celebrate Valentine's Day at our house. And we you did growing up, uh, it wasn't a huge deal, but it was kind of a, it was one of those semi-holidays uh maybe you can tell them what we did and and then maybe what you as a husband what you like on valentine's day <laughs> uh let's see before i mean i don't i don't know we, we do is that the one we did the uh like served the ladies was that what we did a couple times served the ladies i don't know when did we do that we where we did the the guys like did dinner and everything for the girls what, what holiday was that i don't know 
That <laughs> must have been Guy's Day. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what we did. Did we have something specific we did every year? I don't this remember. is totally like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, he probably wouldn't even know where my house is. Yeah, I mean, I know right we did door. like some little don't even and stuff say like anything. that. But, and we'd yeah. decorate the house with like a bunch of Valentine's Day stuff. And we'd put like these paper hearts all over uh, with like, you know. It's like, all coming like, back like, to candy him now. Hearts. Yeah, <laughs> it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Highlight of my year, nah, honestly. That wasn't a big deal. But in fact, but you know, my mom growing up, we really didn't do much. We had a little, we just had maybe a special dinner. Maybe we had some some little treats. Um, but I remember one time we were in, uh, uh, Debbie and I were married, newly married. We went up to some friends home in, uh, Wisconsin, uh, Westboro, Wisconsin. And, uh, the lady had little hearts cut out of, you know, construction paper. And she just wrote little things like, you know, I love you to the moon. And she had them like paste, you know, taped all over the house. And I just thought that was so cool. And so we started doing that. Uh, when Ben was a little kid, even though he doesn't remember. Um, and, uh, you know, they had little phrases on them, like, you know, we'd say four fingers at our house, which means I love you more, three fingers. And, um, and it's maybe a, God loves you. And uh, so we would save those year after year after year. Uh, I think we laminated them last year and started sticking them up. And then everybody, you know, we have a special dinner. We kind of uh, decorate the table a little bit and have some little snacks everybody gets their favorite little debris snack cake you know like zebra cakes or whatever they choose um and that's about it um but i was thinking you know because i know you want to make your husband feel loved and i thought you know what better advice than two husbands right here and i know ben what makes you feel loved you know and we'll make sure rissa listens to this <laughs> I mean, I don't really have like a specific thing, but I think uh, in terms of like, there's not like some kind of object. I don't think usually guys necessarily would be, but I think, um, you know, a lot of times I think it is more of the husband's maybe prerogative in general to pursue and uh, generally I feel like that comes more from that direction. So I think uh, for me, it would just be Rissa, you know, feeling like she is, um, you know, maybe thinking of something specifically that she'd like, you know, whether it's a special meal that I would be into something like that, just so it feels like she's, uh, um, I don't know what the word is pursuing or whatever that word is, you know, that's just, uh, that's something that I think, I don't know how to describe that very well, I guess, but I think we'll see if I can describe it, Ben, because yeah. I've been thinking, you know, I've thought about it before and you know, here's what I, I think this would be the ultimate husband Valentine's day. Here's what I would do. I would start out by just texting him sometime during the day, you know, and just telling him how much you love him or maybe thanking him for something specific, you know, like uh, thanks for fixing our car, you know, recently, or thanks for having the oil changed or thanks for taking care of us. Um, there is not a husband out there who doesn't love, you know, being bragged on by, especially by his wife. I know sometimes you ladies do it in front of other people, but we love it when you do it to us. Um, you don't have to make a long post on Facebook. That doesn't warm our hearts because we probably won't even see it. Um, but maybe you would just purposefully smile at us that day. Mm -hmm. So when we come in, you just smile, you know, or if you see us across the, you know, when we're eating dinner or whatever, uh, you know, wink at us, just, you know, kind of just <laughs> wink. Uh, reminding us that you still find us attractive or still totally. are attracted to us. Um, you know, uh, I, 
in our book, uh, How to Be a Great Wife, Even Though You Homeschool, um, you know, we talk about the holy grail of uh, loving your husband. And really, it's, uh, you know, hanging on his arm and telling him how big his muscles are. Um, but your husband, you know, you used to do that all the time. You used to, you know, before you got married, you used to think he was smart and you thought he was handsome and you thought he was strong and you thought his character was amazing. And then after you got married or you've been married a few years, you've kind of forgotten all that. Or maybe you've forgotten to say something. And so, you know, look for opportunities to tell your smart your husband how smart he is that day. You know, look for an opportunity to tell him, you know, how good he is. Um, you know, that was a good choice when you did that, boy, or, or that you're capable um, or just thank him for something like we said. And I'll tell you, you, you don't need to do anything more than that. You don't need to get us any special candy, um, even though that's always appreciated um, or, you know, a gift. Uh, maybe I, I remember one husband said, and I, I thought it was really good because, you know, in the midst of homeschooling, it's hard to think about your husband. It's hard to think about you know, loving him because the kids will wear you out and you're like, you're exhausted all the time. I remember one husband saying, you know, I asked my wife if she could just spend, you know, five minutes a day thinking about us, you know, thinking about me. And he said it really kind of refocused her um, because, you know, I don't know when she did it. You know, maybe it was, uh, you know, before he came home and she just stopped and she thought about her husband just for a couple minutes just kind of re and you know because again sometimes we're we're lost in the midst of uh, homeschooling we're lost in the midst of uh just life and parenting so and i think like letting something slide i think that's a big one is you know it's really easy with all the busyness and stuff uh you know to let the little things um seem huge and they are big you know to rissa and to uh mom i know but you know, to a guy, it may not be something that's as big of a deal, you know, in terms of they didn't put their shoes where you'd prefer them or something like that. And especially I know I've had it happen where, you know, you do post something nice about like, oh, he's so awesome. He did this, you know, whatever. But then like when I actually walk in the door, the response is not like that. You know, if I, you know, got some dirt on the thing or whatever it is, you know, and a lot of it's unintentional. So I think just even letting, you know, being extra long suffering because uh, guys are oblivious, you know, on certain things like that can go a super super long way and that can feel extremely just respectful which is something that uh love and respect just really highlighted for us was that like how it is different for guys and that um the things like you said like texting them and stuff like that that feels extremely respectful versus like the lovey-dovey love you know not lovey-dovey but like the um like the one-on-one -on -one, like really you know intimate talking and stuff like that that's not as necessarily as you know as meaningful uh, for a guy it doesn't mean they won't do it because they love you you know back but um so it's kind of hitting your husband where i think uh where they feel respected is huge so i know for me at least yeah, yeah. we should but. have this uh, maybe a, a longer conversation another time hey i had asked ben though uh last night we were and before we go into our topic which will be about a, out of time by the time we start um but uh last night ben we watched on disney plus we watched the old movie the snowball express um hey, with Mills? uh no oh. uh with uh dean jones dean jones uh where you know and uh the guy who played uh the kid who played uh jody and buff you know and family affair buffy and jody and it had harry morgan you know that old guy and 
Apple Dumpling Gang. But it was just a great movie. I mean, it's just so innocent and so fun. And and I was I know Ben, you you watched those old Disney movies. What's one of your favorite old Disney, you know, shows? Um, I mean, I love uh, the Apple Dumpling Gang. That one's one of my favorites. The first one. Um, yeah, I also I would say uh, Absentmind Professor. I love that one, which is the one Flubber uh, where he makes that. Those are probably two of my favorite. I really like Shaggy Dog too. That's one of my favorites, old ones. I mean, I have a ton of the old ones that I just love. I mean, I and love they are those. fun, you know. And I, but I'll tell you what: if you give your kids a choice, especially if your kids have never watched them, they will right. they will not watch them. They will go, oh, I don't want to watch that. I mean, even last night we were like the Snowball Express and my younger kids, Cal and Jed, were like, oh, do we have to watch it? You know, this is, you know, because they want something with action or moving a little faster. And they always get sucked in. They always love it. And I'll tell you, it's just a good, you don't have to worry about what they're talking about. You don't have to. And it's just a good, fun family uh, kind of thing. So if you're looking for something fun, uh, you don't have to just watch it on Disney+. Plus. You can get those movies in uh, other places. Oh, why well. would you not? It's such a good deal. Oh, so. <laughs> why would you not? There you go. Well, hey, uh, Ben, how about a commercial? And then let's yeah. move into our uh, other part of the show. Teaching Textbooks is the math curriculum that makes you smile. Our families used Teaching Textbooks for many years and we've loved it. They have a new version of the curriculum that's better than ever and you can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and basically any device that has an internet browser. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure that they're learning and you can check out the progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun and engaging and you can visit their website, teachingtextbooks.com, to check out a free trial and view a sample lesson. If your kids aren't smiling during math, then you need to check out Teaching Textbooks and give them a shot. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for supporting the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Well, um, I thought we'd talk about, uh, just for a little while, um, uh, last week, and I didn't realize this until yesterday, I didn't realize last week was National School Choice Weekend, or week. Um, I guess it's every year, and it's uh, I, I saw that, uh, I was just reading about it just a few minutes ago, and it says uh, this. Um, we celebrate all types of K through 12 options, including traditional public schools, public charter schools, public magnet schools, private schools, online academies, and homeschooling. Uh, you know, and so, um, but you know, I thought you guys or gals, you have all chosen homeschooling. Um, and that just makes, makes you stand out. That makes you brave above everyone else. Because I think in the heart of every mom out there, uh, I think they'd all like to homeschool. I mean, there's just something in a mom's heart that wants her children uh, home. And I know sometimes they'll say things like, oh man, I can never do it. You know, you're, you're, you're crazy wanting your kids. But I think in their heart of hearts, I think they desire to have their kids home because they know home is the best place for their kids. And, uh, for a variety of reasons, uh, you chose to home educate your children. And I, er, everywhere I go and speak, I often will say, uh, you know, why do you homeschool your kids? And people will say, oh, for a variety of reasons. You know, they'll say, God's calling on my life. You know, that they're the spiritual ones. You know, they're the ones who say, you know, we feel like God wants us to do it. Uh, and that's true. Uh, and I'm going to ask you, Ben, here, why you'd even consider doing it. Um, but you know, others say, you know, socialization and what they mean by that is they don't want their kids to be socialized, um, the way all the other kids are socialized, 
or they'll say things, you know, like a, um, a godless system out there that uh, tries to indoctrinate our children, which is true. Um, or they'll just say, you know, it's not good to have kids together all day long, which is also true. Um, and there are a variety of other reasons, uh, you know, for my family, uh, we did it. Uh, uh, we, we just anticipated that we were going to put our kids in, in regular school. Um, you know, when Ben was a little kid, um, I went to public school, my wife, you know, you know, Christian school, and we just assumed that's what we would do. And, uh, uh, you know, we had this little neighborhood and, uh, when our kids started, or those little kids next door started coming over near our kids, I thought there's no way I'm putting my kids with them, uh, for long periods of time. And, uh, so we didn't do it for academic reasons. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's good if my kids can read and they are all amazing. Um, but we didn't do it for that reason. We did it for character because we knew that if we were going to try to raise godly kids, we didn't think we could put them somewhere else and hope that didn't have a bigger influence than us. <coughs> and so we chose homeschooling. And so Ben, you know, I know that you and Rissa are planning on homeschooling. Why are you considering it? I mean, it, was it, I don't know, is because you got, had such a great education. Why, why are you even thinking about doing it? I mean, for us, it, I mean, obviously one is we were both homeschooled and had awesome experiences and we loved that. Uh, we loved that we had the flexibility. Um, we, neither of us ever felt like we had an issue with the friend, you know, people, the friends thing or whatever. So people think, Oh, I couldn't do that to my kids. Like we never had anything negative that we had any reason not to want to do it. Um, but I saw this this quote on uh, actually Great Homeschooling Inventions Facebook page. I thought it was really good. It's by Paul Washer. I'm not sure, I'm not familiar with him, but um, he said, "Your children will go to public school and they will be trained for somewhere around 15,000 hours in ungodly secular thought, and then they'll go to Sunday school and they'll color a picture of Noah's Ark, and you think that's going to stand against the lies that are being told." And I thought that was just really good. Not that's not the only reason, but for me, that's a huge one. Is just. There are going to be so many hours a day if I sent them to school where they won't be with either of us. Uh, you know, at night they'll have other projects and things that they have to do. You know, it's going to be so small and it's easy in the evenings and stuff to just want to do other things. You don't want to have to just sit there and talk about everything they learned. Uh, it's hard. You know, it takes a lot of involvement then if you're going to even try to be involved in what they are actually doing. And that's often doesn't happen. So for me, a huge part of it was just, I wanted to be able to, or we want to be able to teach them and have the influences that are going into their heads every single day to just be godly and um you know and uh us determining what they're what they're intaking um you know i wouldn't just give them unbridled access to anything else and i think that you know school can do that in a lot of ways so for us that was a huge one and will be a huge one and then just also the ability to just uh you know customize to what our kids will be strong at and uh, cater to them. And since, I mean, we will know them better than any, ever, anyone, that's a huge part of it. Um, and I think it's just like, it's easy to forget that, it, you know, the hard stuff is so hard <laughs> that, it, but it's still worth it. I think, it, you know, it's the same with like working out, you know, it's not easier than just sitting on a couch, but it is better and it has more benefits. Um, you know, but that hard stuff does require, or the good stuff does take a lot of hard work. And, um, and I think that's the hard part for a lot of people is they don't think they don't want to have to take that effort or they don't think they could. So they don't. And then they often attack or think that you're attacking them because you're doing it. And so they kind of try to belittle it, I think in a lot of situations, but, um, 
hopefully, you know, we'll have that encouragement while we're doing it. Cause I'm sure there'll be times where this is like, you know, uh, falling apart, you know, and, and, uh, but hopefully we'll remember that even though it is super hard that we have reasons behind it that are much more strong than those hardships, you know, hard days or whatever. So that's kind of, well, my- that's, and that's what I, you know, cause once you choose to homeschool, it really is a choice every day. Um, it's not just a one-time thing. Uh, at least for most people, I know that when we started homeschooling, it was kind of like uh, I, I when I, I kind of talked my wife into it and I said, you know, if it gets too hard, we'll put him in school. Um, and and, you know, as people asked us, they'd say, you know, how long are you going to do this? You know, you're not going to do it in high school. Are you? And, and we used to just kind of say, we're just taking it a year at a time. And, you know, that was kind of uh, our, our answer. And again, uh, and I probably shared this before, but. Um, it was like in our homeschool, like submarine, you know, it was like we had a little escape hatch in our submarine, in our plan. And my wife always kind of had her eye on it, you know, and she thought if it got too hard for those first, you know, year or two, um, she thought, oh, well, you said if it got too hard, we could put them in school. And she always was kind of looking at that. And after really a short per- period of time, I decided to nail up the the escape hatch. And I just said, honey, we're going to take it to the end, you know, whatever. We're going to just finish it out. We're going to do it. We're not going to decide year to year, whether we're going to, we're homeschooling our kids. We're just going to do it. And, you know, and, you know, we still, the hard day still came at our house and my wife would, you know, look around for the escape hatch, but it wasn't there anymore. And you just kind of keep on moving. I'll tell you, some of you moms are like tossed like waves on the sea, you know, you're just, you're, you're always, it's always an, uh, up for grabs, homeschooling. And, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons, uh, you know, I'll hear parents who say, yeah, we're going to homeschool our kids because our kids want to homeschool. And I'm thinking, you know, your kids aren't smart enough to pick what's good for them. And in fact, in about a month, they're not going to want to be homeschooled anymore. What are you going to do then? You know, and your job as parents is to do what's best for your kids. You know, and so like for us, <coughs> we're doing it for character. If that's the reason we homeschool, unless that changes, we're not going to we're not going to change what we're going to do. So if you believed, you know, that the whatever whatever school institution was a bad influence on your children, unless that changes your, you know, no matter how hard it gets, your choice shouldn't change. And so I just want to encourage you to choose homeschooling again today, you know, to, to, to maybe nail up the escape hatch or husbands, if you're listening or wives, if you need your husbands to nail up the escape hatch, talk to them, tell them, honey, I want you to be the one who, you know, nails it shut because I want you to lead us in this. And he'll probably go, okay, you know, and that'll be about it. Um, but there are so many things pulling us uh, away from the choice, whether, like Ben said, whether it gets hard. And I know, you know, my wife and I, we talk about homeschooling all the time. We are 100% committed. I remember about a year or two ago, she said, maybe, we're, maybe we shouldn't homeschool. And I'm like, what are you thinking? You know, and again, in her weakness, she needed a husband who could say, you can do it. You can do it. You're doing a great job. Um, and again, you know, and maybe, maybe your husband doesn't encourage you in that. Maybe he's like, okay, if you want to put him in school, we can do that. 
um, then find some friends or hang out on the smiling homeschooler page um, and be uh, uh, committed or not committed, be reaffirmed in what you believe. In fact, that's why we have, you know, lies homeschooling moms believe because you believe lies, you know, that will, will keep you from homeschooling if you continue to believe them. Um, we have encouragement cards that uh, you can send an encouragement card to another mom that just says, you're doing a great job with your kids. I mean, you tell me what mom would love to hear from someone else. You're doing a great job with your kids, but it won't happen unless you do it. So you can get those on our website, uh, the smiling homeschooler.com. Uh, and uh, we give you a pack of 10 of them, 10 different ones. So. And try to be um, that person for other people. You know, if you know other moms in the area, just know that everyone else is thinking the same thing as you. You know, I mean, as a people, we just tend to think that we're the only ones, even though, you know, we're not. Uh, I mean, you can go if you're in a homeschool co-op, every other single mom, even if they're not talking about it. And maybe your co-op does share that. But I think it's not super common for them all to be real open in that way. Um, but you know, know that they're all having struggle days. They're all having rough days and try to be encouraging to others as well. Um, even if you're not always feeling it, you know, yourself, like, you know, maybe I'm a failure too, but try to encourage them and push them and say, you know, you're doing a great job. Don't worry. Your kids are you know going to be fine. All that kind of stuff. Cause I think that, you know, if everyone's looking for opportunities to do that, then hopefully that will start, you know, coming back around for you as well. But um, yeah. just being knowing, not forgetting that you're not alone is for sure. And really, you know, I was thinking about this today, Ben, you know, I know Ben's always plan thinking, how do we make this show better? You know, we need to have some topics that are, you know, uh, cutting edge and interviews. And, and really, I was even thinking about it today. Really, maybe our message is the same, not every week, but it's the same over and over and over again, that it's just reminding you that this is worth it. That it end, you know, that homeschooling has a great dividend at the end. And even along the way, it just pays out hugely. And I know that, you know, again, you're bombarded by all those, you know, voices on the outside. And then they come into your head. And that's even more dangerous. Um, so, you know, that's what we're going to do. We're just going to keep doing it, reminding you of the truth. Um, in fact, I, I was just going to uh, maybe close out with this. Um, I had a, a comment over at a Facebook um, that I, I posted something that uh, it was just a little meme that says, you know, it says, I know things need to get done, but wouldn't it be a shame if we finished all we needed to do and missed what mattered more? And, uh, you know, there's a picture of a couple, you know, kids with their tongues sticking out. And what I was thinking about it when I wrote it was, you know, sometimes our kids are goofy and, you know, while we're trying to do school and we like, you know, we don't want them to be goofy. We want to get school done. And so we're like, stop doing that. You know, we're trying to be serious here. Uh, you know, and I have a daughter who just giggles like the whole time. And I'm like, stop being silly. Um, and one of the moms wrote, enjoying the moment is all well and good. And you can even sense by that. And this mom who wrote it is a great mom. She has great comments. Um, but you can you can sense where the question is going. Enjoying the moment is all well and good, but stuff still needs to get done. We're in a bad loop of never getting anything done. Can't enjoy the moment. Uh, can't can't enjoy the moments is so if so stressed out about other stuff constantly falling by the wayside, you know. And I wrote her wrote her back and I said, you know, sometimes I think that 
what we do is we say we can't enjoy the moment because, you know, I mean, it sounds like we can't enjoy the moment because we have to get these other things done. But usually what happens is not that we are enjoying the moment, but we're doing other stuff where we can't get the good stuff done. You know, we have this pressure to do things. And, you know, I'm not talking about abandoning all your subjects. I'm just saying in the midst of homeschooling or in the midst of your day, if, you know, your kids are laughing and something's happening, you should go with that. It's not going to last for four hours. It's just going to last for a few minutes. And uh, one of the, she finished out her comment by saying hashtag balanced. You know, I don't like balanced. I just don't like balance because I think what balance is says, I will do a, you know, this good and I'll do this good and I'll try to do them both about the same. You know, there are some things that just don't matter. We don't need to keep balance. I'll tell you, you know, if there was a, a family, if some kids said, yeah, you know, we spent most of our time just having fun together as a, as a family, not just playing video games or watching television or off on our own, but we had a great time as a family. You know what happens to those kids? They live happily ever after, you know, because those are incredible, not just memories, but they remind you of the, of what's important and they make you grounded and solid and, you know, and so, so that's what I want. Uh, even as we, that you would choose it today, that you would choose what matters in your homeschool today. And again, you would choose homeschooling. Um, well, Hey, we're out of time. Uh, so next week when we talk, it will be the week before the, uh, the week of the wedding. It'll also be the week of Valentine's be, maybe be thinking about what you might do for your husband or maybe even something special for your kids. If you've never done it before, it doesn't take any effort, involve your kids, have them cut out little hearts, you know, or get one of those crafts on, uh, on Instagram. that will tell you how to make little heart people, your kids, uh, will enjoy making them and you'll cherish those things forever. Well, hey, uh, again, have a great weekend or have a great week and enjoy your homeschooling. Enjoy your children and keep smiling. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. If you made your decision to homeschool, keep at it and don't give up and maybe even remove your exit strategy if possible. You're the best teacher your kids can have and you're doing an amazing job. So don't give up. Also, take a little time to think of your husband this week leading up to Valentine's Day. I also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun. You can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.